If God is able, we are able. Welcome to the podcast from One Cause Church. We have Christmas shopping. How many of y'all have started that? Yes, yes, all right. How, how many of y'all have most of it done? How many of y'all have all of it done? Wow, right there. Who, yeah, who doesn't have all of it done? Everybody else. Uh, <laughs> um... And I think this also is just a season of mixed emotions. Because I like all of the presents, but I hate all of the shopping sometimes because of all the crowds and, and all of that. And then all of our students have either final exams or they, they've got midterms. But then there's Christmas break. And um, some of us have this love-hate relationship with some of our relatives and, and spending that much time with them. And, um, you know, it's, it's just there's a lot of pressure this season. Uh, and, and a lot of Christmas, and, and for a lot of people. Um, and as I was praying for, for what to share tonight, I really wanted to encourage some of you guys that um, no matter how you feel about this season that you're in right now, it can still be the best season of your life. And it can still be amazing. And one person to me that really shows us how to do this is this person I'm just about to show you on this clip. And no matter what comes against them, they're the same. I think I want to be like that. I want to be somebody that no matter what's thrown at me, I want to be the same person. And I want to be able to um, still enjoy my life. I want to still be able to be God to other people. And so, uh, Michael, do you have that maybe up there? Are we good? You don't know? I'm sure. Just do your job. Okay. <gasps> wow. What's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah! Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? Oh, hi. Santa's coming. All right. <laughs> that is my good friend, Buddy the Elf. And this guy, he doesn't wait for other people to get it. He just is. He just is this amazing spirit of Christmas. And... No matter what you face, the obstacles you face, some of the people that you come in contact with, you don't have to wait for them to get it. You don't have to wait for people to understand you. You just get to be you. And you don't have to wait for the money to come in or your schedule to be less busy or for your teacher to understand you or maybe your friends to say that they're sorry. All of those things don't have to happen for you to still have an amazing season now. Because there are things that will always be out of your control. 
And if you're anything like me, this will grate on your ever-loving nerve. Okay, I, I love being in control of things, but mostly you can't be in control of other people. All right, Sophie Grace, can you please come up here, please? Be my wonderful assistant. Everybody give her a hand. Now, if we're playing a game, I grew up playing um, James Bond, uh, The World is Not Enough, GoldenEye, all of those games, Mario Kart, all right, all of my games, they're my favorite. And, and we would play, now it's like, what, uh, Halo, and I don't, know the, I don't know the new game. But if we're sitting here, we're playing, and we're on the same team especially, there's those games too. And she's not doing it right. She's not playing right. I can't go, hey, let me play for you. And, and, and play too. Because I've lost controlling my person efficiently. Because there are now buttons I can't push anymore. And then I can't push all of her buttons either because I don't have the capacity to do it. So I not only, I not only eradicate what I'm doing, I totally wipe her out too, and nobody wins. You see, you can only have the capacity to control you. There are, th there are people you will never be able to control them. There are circumstances you will never be able to control, but the one thing that you can is you. Always, thank you, ma'am. You can control you. And Paul here in 1 Thessalonians 5 16 through 18, Paul is giving his last regards to the church at Thessalonica. And, you know, among them, be kind to people, obey your leaders. But, but he hones in here on three ways that we can begin to choose to control our attitude. And that's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. Let's read here. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, words like always, without ceasing, in everything, kind of scare me. Because that means always, without ceasing, in everything. And, and to, to really shorten that and put it into perspective, that just means your lifestyle. That just means the way you live. And it's beautiful because this is God's will for you to have joy, to pray, to give thanks. And if it's your lifestyle and if it's God's will, that means that in the spirit, that's actually who you are. That's actually who you are. And that's, if that's God's will, then it's established. And so then our job then is to choose to be that. You have the ability. God, God's will wouldn't be his will if we couldn't do it. So then you are capable, you're capable of these three things. To live joyful, live prayerful, and live thankful. God, help me out here in the next couple of minutes to express exactly what you want me to and to share your word with your people tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, to live joyful, to define joy is, is, some, 
this is the definition that I really can relate to here, is that the source of your happiness is God. The source of your happiness is God. Now there are, let's be honest, some things that can make you happy. Winning makes me really happy. I love to win, all right? Uh, I love chocolate, like just about every woman on the planet. I love it. I love finding new music. There's this like high that I get from like finding new groups of music and, and all that stuff. And those are good things, but there's a slight problem with winning being the source of my happiness. There's a little problem with chocolate being the whole sum total source of my happiness. There's a problem here. Now, uh, this past weekend, we were all iced in, and it was awesome and awful at the same time. Um, and coming out of that, I, uh, you know, you, you see like all of the shelves, like they, they uh, at like Tom Thumb and Kroger, they're all like all the bread sections completely empty and whatever. Well, I found that same to be true at Starbucks because I don't really go to Kroger or Tom Thumb. I just go to Starbucks and, and I walk in and like all that's there is all of their uh, packaged food, like like the popcorn they have and like the dried fruit and um, the little chocolate-covered espresso beans, and they have, like, no real food. And I actually went in uh, yesterday morning, and they still didn't have all of their food. And I started talking to one of the workers there, and I said, y'all still haven't gotten stuff? And she goes, it's really funny because this, our, like, our, um, the rate of people coming in was about the same, and the demand was about the same. The only thing that changed was that our, our supply trucks couldn't come in. And so we, we just ran out, and we, we're running out of coffee. We, they're running out of all sorts of stuff. And that made me wonder that it's not really a question of if something can make you happy. It's a question of how long is that going to last? How long is that going to last? Because, I mean, let's be real. Your job can only give you so much satisfaction. Your children, although beautiful and gorgeous and awesome and amazing, can only make you so proud. Maybe your significant other, maybe your friends, maybe your popularity, maybe your looks. And finding your happiness in that and as a source will only last so long because everything on this earth is temporary. But God is eternal. God is on your side. God is never changing. When NASA was building the rocket ships uh, back in the 80s, I think it was the Challenger, right? Yeah, and they, were, and they were building these, and they were trying to come up with new technology. Uh, they, you know, along with all the nuts and bolts and everything that went with it, the, the biggest trouble they had was finding a, an element to be on the outside of the space shuttle. Because that is the, the part of the space shuttle that is the most extreme. Because it has to make it from Earth all the way into space. On Earth, you know, uh, let's say they're based out of Houston, you know, we got from, you know, 32 degrees Fahrenheit to maybe about 100, 105. And that's the range there. 
But once you get up into the atmosphere, there it gets up to 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And then right after that, it goes to the extreme other side and goes to a negative 455 degrees. And the one element that they trusted their ships with was the ceramic tile that no matter where it was, in what temperature, it would stay the same. And your God will stay the same no matter what circumstance you are in. Your God in the good times and the bad times and the confusing, he is still God. And he will never change. Ever, ever. It says this in Psalm 16, 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, pleasures forevermore. And if he will be that for David, he will be that for you. If he will be good to the disciples, he'll be good to you. He doesn't change. Jesus never changes. He's always good. And that's why you can trust him to be the source of your happiness. Live joyful. The number two, live prayerful. Prayer does two things. First, prayer is how you see things change. I... Um, Sunday, how many of y'all were here Sunday? I salute you. I was, I was here Sunday. Uh, if you weren't, you missed quite the adventure. Um, <laughs> oh, somebody's uh, Tahoe, I won't name who. Um, they accidentally got our mailbox and kind of went out into a ditch. Poor guy. And, um, and so all of our guys saw that need, especially uh, our children's pastor back there, Eric Ortenblad. And so what they did was Eric got his Suburban and backed up to um, hitch uh, that tow thing, uh, that straight, it was a chain was what it was. And, and he hitched it to the Tahoe and then he hitched it to his Suburban to try to, to pull this guy out. And so... And, and, and Eric was on ice, too. And so what began to happen was he, he's like, are you ready? And they're like, yeah. And so when he, uh, he went and he put his, his foot on the gas pedal all of the way, because of the ice, his tires went. And, and all of this uh, ice debris was flying everywhere. And needless to say, they were going nowhere fast. And let me tell you, you are spinning your wheels if you choose to worry instead of pray. Because when you worry and you go to this friend and you say, oh, this is happening. And then uh, if some of your friends are like mine, they begin to like contemplate and, and drum up a situation that's not actually happening. And, and they go through all of the what ifs in the spectrum. And then finally you end at something like death or, you know, something just so extreme. And you're like, this could happen to me. And just, it, it's just, it's just you're creating these situations that aren't even real. But that is useless. And why do that when you could go to God who has the solution? God always has the solution. Jesus is the answer for your problem, 
for what you have. And so instead of exalting the what ifs, why don't you exalt the God who can fix it? And say, God, I know you will do. And start talking to God about the work that he did on the cross through his son for you. And begin to pray to God. Live prayerful. Number one, it's how you see things change. And then also, it is how you can have peace of mind. In Philippians 4, starting in verse 6, Paul writes, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And when you do that, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that peace, one of the translations is the tranquil state of a soul assured of the salvation through Christ. That peace, it's not just, you don't just have peace by going and laying in the Bahamas somewhere in a hammock with a coconut, you know. Like, like that's not peace with Christ. But it's this inward peace that you don't know why you have it, you just do. And it guards your heart. Live prayerful. And then number three, live thankful. I love that it says, in everything give thanks. But what it doesn't say is be thankful for everything. This really freed me. Like, I, 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 when I have a cold, God, thank you for this cold. No, he's not asking you to do that. You don't have to be thankful for everything. But it's in everything. Be thankful. See, thankfulness is the key to perspective because thankfulness is one of the purest forms of worship. Because when you worship, your eyes get off of you and onto God where they should be anyways. And it's too easy to get caught up in depression and anxiety and stress. One of the most things that stress me out is when I don't know what to do. And I don't have the answer, and I don't have a solution. But when that comes, you don't focus on what you don't have. You focus on what you do. A couple of years ago, I was trying to get to this place in Highland Park called Teddy Bear Park. And it's where all of these, like, steel teddy bears are erected, and some of my friends were going there. And so I trusted my phone to get me there, and I don't know where I wound up, but it wasn't Teddy Bear Park, <laughs> and I was lost in Highland Park. I felt like going in circles, and I didn't know how to get back because then um, I, my, the bars weren't working, and, and I, my app wasn't working, and it crashed, and I was just lost, just lost, and then finally, I, I made a, a series of turns, and somehow I got back to Knox, the street Knox, and I knew where I was. And I was like, okay, I knew it was off this street over here. So I know I'm on Knox, and I know from Knox I can go to Armstrong, and from Armstrong I can go here, and then it's on that street somewhere. And so because I was focusing on what I did know, I got where I was going. And there, there are times you don't know what to do. You don't see the answer. You don't see the solution be, because you're just so caught up in, 
in your circumstance. But when you're there, don't focus on what you don't know. Focus on what you do. And you know that God is good. You know that God is faithful. You know that he has the answer. You know he is the way, the truth, and the life. You know that he is your healer. You know that he is your provider. Focus on what you do know. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So when you just begin to acknowledge him, saying, God, thank you that you are my Savior. Thank you that you are my Lord. Thank you that you are my peace. Thank you that you are my righteousness. Thank you for what you have done, because if I know what you have done is true, then you will do it again. And you get where you're going. Guys, what's out here doesn't have to affect what's in here. Because there's this source inside of you, the Holy Spirit leading you into all truth, no matter what. God, you are the answer. You are more than enough. You are the great I am. And God, I, we worship you tonight. Guys, let's just stand to our feet right now. And as, as faith plays, I want us to do this. I want us to take a moment here and really consider, am I living joyful? Am I living prayerful? Am I living thankful? And if one of those things resonated within you right now, choose Say, you know what? I'm going to be joyful. God, you are my source. I'm going to stop looking to my friends. I'm going to stop looking to my job. I'm going to stop looking to my accomplishments. And God, I put my trust in you. I put my happiness in you. If you need to pray and let go of some of that worry and some of the stress that Jesus took on the cross and is not yours to carry anyways, go ahead right now and begin to pray for your situation. Pray. Pray for your family. Pray for your friends right now. And if you are caught up in your situation and you need perspective, you need God to show you the way, begin to thank him for who he is. Maybe thank him for what he's done for you, what you have already, and thank him for what he's going to do in your life. You are awesome, God. You are awesome and amazing. Come on, let's sing, and I will call. Father, I thank you for this word that we've received tonight, a word in season. I thank you, Lord, that you have ministered tonight to our hearts, to our lives, Lord. Thank you for this great youth group and our great youth pastor. Father, we thank you for your blessing upon them. Thank you, God, that right now your word is at work in our lives. Your spirit is moving and restoring. You are healing. You are renewing hope. Lord, I thank you that you help us 
tonight to have a God perspective on our life. And that you've called us to this consistency, this lifestyle of always, without ceasing, in everything. That is that Christ in us, as Paul said, this mystery that was hidden from the ages but now has been revealed. Christ in us, the hope of glory, the God who lives, abides, the same Spirit who raised our Savior from the dead lives in us. And He is a well that never runs dry. He is a fountain that springs up into everlasting life. He is a river that flows from our belly. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you are the resource that never runs out. You you said that you supply our needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Those limitless riches. Father, I thank you that you help us to set our eyes upon the prize, upon you. As you told Abraham, I am your exceedingly and great reward. I am everything that you need. I am everything that you're looking for. And we thank you, Father, that you are with us, that you are for us, and that you love us with an everlasting love. You proved that when you didn't even spare Jesus. Because you didn't spare him, you'll freely give us all things. Hallelujah. So tonight we leave our doubts here. We leave our fears here. Leave our worries here. Our uncertainty here. And we grab a hold of your truth, your promises. And we thank you, Lord, that your promises, as Dylan said tonight, are always kept. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for your blessing upon your people. Thank you for our kids, our youth, God. I thank you for the the Spirit of God who dwells in them. And that the Word of God, the Gospel, is like a fire that is shut up in their bones. I thank you, Lord, that your blessing is upon all these who are here, that their families are blessed of God, their children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. They shall know their God and be strong and do exploits. Your people, God, are blessed with the blessing of Abraham. Therefore, they will be a blessing. Thank you that they are blessed because you became a curse. They are healed because you became wounded. They are rich because you became poor. They, Father God, are sons of God because you became the Son of Man. And they are the righteousness of God because you became sin. We thank you for that great exchange. And we leave this place in victory tonight because if God be for us who can be against us and greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. Amen. thanks for listening to our podcast we want to invite you to join us in service Sundays at 9.30am 11am or 1pm and Wednesdays at 7pm please visit onecausechurch.com for location and events You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Cause Church. If you'd like to partner with our ministry, you can now donate securely online. Just click on the link located on the front page of our website at onecausechurch.com.